Welcome to another episode of Records Revisited, a podcast dedicated to the magic of music. I'm your DJ, your MC, the host on the East Coast. I'm Ben Montgomery, and joining me is the man who reminds me frequently who's going to make my mistakes if I don't, but I remind him, I'm just trying to do my level best. Here's my co-host from the left coast. Here's Wayne Fugate. Hola, Ben. I mean. And usually this is the part where I say we have a special guest, but we don't. This is just me and you. We're we're wrapping up 2019 with a couple episodes of our most listened to songs of the year. Yeah, that's right. It's been a good year. It has been a really good year. Good year of music. And just as a reminder for the list is that this is our most listened to songs of 2019. So it doesn't necessarily mean they were released in 2019, but I think the majority, I think the majority of at least mine, uh, my picks were, were from this year. There, there might be a few I'm looking at them real quick that there, there, I guess there's one, there's one that's not from 2019, but I tr- I tried to stay there. I, I did better. I mean, uh, I don't have, I guess I have one song from the eighties, but, uh, that was kind of an earworm thing. And then I think everything else is at least from this century and most, most within the last two, two years, the majority of, in fact, I think eight or nine of mine are actual, um, songs from guests. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm very guest centric as well. Um, but as you know, we start out all of our episodes with the all-important question. So, um, so Wayne, what T-shirt are you wearing tonight? I realized I had not worn my uh, Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast shirt uh, this year, tour shirt this year so far. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, you still have my Iron Maiden shirt that you bought for me? I do. I have a, I have a couple of shirts for you. One I, one I bought special for Christmas that I probably won't get there, so I'll have to send you a picture on Christmas morning. Yeah, well, I'll I'll send you the picture of the Menzingers T-shirt that I bought for you at the little show I saw a couple weeks ago. That was supposed to be your Christmas gift, and then I realized, oh crap, I um I didn't send it to you, and and then tomorrow morning I'm waking up to leave for Denver for three days. So yeah, it's it's not going to get mailed out until after Christmas. So understood. Shipping's it would probably wouldn't make it. Either way, no, either of us no, on this, at this point. Probably not. Probably not. So it's a um, thought that counts. Well, I will. I'll do the same thing that you're going to do. I will. I'll. I will send you a photo of it and say, Perfect. "Here you go." Yeah. So, um, so I am wearing. I'm wearing my Ships of Sail T-shirt. <laughs> oh, for a record twelfth time. I I look. I I do wash them. I do wash the shirt between episodes, but you know, like I said, it's it's a comfy shirt, so I'm I'm wearing it again. So at this point, it's going to be in tatters from all the washings. It might. I'm hopefully they have uh, plenty in stock because I will probably be purchasing another one next year. So, anyways, um, should we get to it? Should we get started? So uh, I I think. So I want to lay the groundwork because um, this isn't an exact science. 
when when we say it was our most listened to songs. So I couldn't just pull up the whole Spotify most listened to songs because uh, there was some YouTube listening. There was some Amazon music listening to to the songs as well. And um, obviously some of some of these got a little bit higher ranking for me because it just became part of my my fabric this 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 year of certain songs where I'm like, okay, I need a little pick me up or or I want a good cry with well, yeah, I don't I didn't really do any crying um, for for this list. but uh, um, so it's so it's not really an exact science. I mean I we didn't count exactly you know the exact number of listens for each of these or at least i didn't i i don't know about your list no i didn't mine is more of a i had a list uh and i just you know as shows would go as we'd I'd hear something i'd add things to the list and then i just would listen listen to that list on my on my free time most of the most time was dedicated to uh podcast subjects yeah, and yeah, my list is definitely heavy on the the guests, and um, and I'm not going to apologize for that. That only makes sense. No. Well, let let me let me run through a bunch of my honorable mentions. You got a bunch of honorable mentions for your episode? Um, I tried to keep it. I I, I my my rule of thumb is half of yours. <laughs> Because mine's a little out of control, isn't it? <laughs> Typically, yeah. Because I, I, I really had a hard time whittling down my list because there were so many songs that I was like, "Oh, yeah, that that should be on a t- on my top top list." But um, and and we don't do top ten lists as a reminder. So Wayne and I are both diehard Seahawks fans. So in honor of the twelve we always do the top 12s for our episode. So we will be, we will be sharing our top 12 most listened to songs of 2019. So here's my honorable mentions. So first one is Boney Vare's Hey Ma. That was, uh, I think that was the, the first or second single that came off of the, the record. Um, I, I come I this year, really good record. Not my favorite Bon Iver record. Uh, we did an episode on Bon Iver um, a couple months ago, and that one's probably my favorite, but I don't know. Um, I put on here anything from the Menzingers because if I had to, if I had to rank a record that I listened to the most this year, it's probably, it's probably, um, that that record and um i don't know um i would probably say last to know is probably my jam off of that off of that particular record um it's really i don't know it's just a really good record um let's see all right what else on my honorable mention so our our buddy from high school ian jones without you i'm lost yeah, I listen to one. that. Listen to that quite a bit. Uh, Matthew Ryan, uh, 
on our death day. That would be on, on the list. Um, the Leonard Cohen cover of if it be your will from Jennifer warns. I really fell in love with that song and I kind of needed that song during, um, a tough time in August, September timeframe. Um, when I, uh, when I lost my dad and, uh, on that note, um, Son of Your Father by Elton John from the Tumbleweed Connection record that uh, uh, we we uh, did with Katie Tupin. Well, when I say we, I mean we. me me and Jeff because he yeah. locked you locked you in a closet for that one. So, yeah, uh, it's rough sorry, one. I'm sorry. That's all right. I got I got strong armed on that one. I'll be okay. Okay. I figured you 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 eventually <laughs> would forgive. I'll me have my that. revenge someday. I don't I'm know sure when, you but someday. I'm sure you will. Um, the Prince record that came out. So there was a Prince record of a bunch of songs that were essentially his demos and songs that he gave to other people. So hi- him doing Manic Monday and the time a couple different time songs. Um, He gave a song called love. Thy will be done to Martika. And it's just, it's, it's a pretty um, simple song, but I just, I, I really dug it. And I still miss knowing that there's no new quote unquote Prince records that are coming out. So, um, so I really got into that particular record. So that that I listened to a lot. Uh, Said the well record shop. That uh, that's an honorable mention, and you'll hear you'll hear again from Said the Well on this list. And then a couple of songs that came out too late in the year, or I discovered them too late. So um, Mad Berninger from the National and Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, their song called Walking on a String, which was on the um, Zach Galifianakis Between Two Ferns movie. I don't know if you've watched that on, on Netflix. I tried. I, I it was it, part of it. it <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little rough. Did you at least get to the John Legend part? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think that was, uh, that was right around where, uh, where I, I think I fell asleep. But I mean, okay. I remember seeing that part. Um, I definitely remember the Matthew McConaughey parts. Uh, so. Yeah, and uh, the did you did you see any of the uh, Paul Rudd outtakes? No, no, I didn't see any of the outtakes. Uh, all right, go 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 find those. That it's actually better than the entire movie. Um, Mark Sibilia, the the song '90s that uh, I discovered Mark way too late for that to be on my list, but, uh, that was, that was great as well. And then, uh, Lee Nash's don't let me die in Dallas. That was also, also came out too late. And then, uh, a couple of singles from not a surf. Um, so we had the pleasure of having Ira on two episodes and, uh, <laughs> I, I, I messaged him after the first one came out and, uh, basically said, 
what are you guys doing to me? You're screwing up my 2019 list. And he said, well, then put it on your 2020 list. So, um, so I will. That'll be on my 2020 list. Spoiler alert for next year. Um, and I will tell you, the, okay, so the two songs that really just barely missed my, my list. So Still Electric's Move on Cue. Just just barely missed my list. I agree. Um, missed, just missed my list. I'd put them as an honorable mention on mine too. Yeah. I really dig the song. Um, and that was one of my favorite episodes this year, having Maurice and Rachel on. Oh, yeah. That's um, a great episode. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Stephen Kellogg's High Highs, Low Lows. Uh, that barely ma- missed my list as well, and I will say that that was that was my second favorite show of the year. I'll talk about my first first favorite coming up in a little bit, but uh, him and Tyrone Wells that was that was a great show. And um, you didn't get Tyrone for for your show. Oh no, but I I got I I feel like I feel blessed to have gotten Will Hogue, I've who I've just am just a huge fan of. We'll 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 chat more about Will during your uh, your episode. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. All right. So here's here's my number twelve. So this is Michael MacArthur, a conversation before bed. I just kind of fell in love with uh, with this whole record, uh, his record called Evergreen, Ever Rain. And um, at the beginning of the year, as we were trying to develop, you know, our guest list, I was really focusing more on folks from Central Florida. And he had just put out a record and I think I saw the video for Elaine and we invited him on. He picked a John Prine record and uh, just, I fell in love with both John Prine and Michael MacArthur all at the same time. What do you Absolutely. think? What do you think? Uh, me too. What do you th- yeah. Great guest. Uh, this is, and this is a very uh, touching song. I, I just appreciate him for, uh, for the, for the job he did and the introduction to John Prine's tree of forgiveness. And one of the songs on my honorable mention list, Summer's End. Yeah. It's a good tune. Good tune. Um, all right. My number 11 is His Golden Messenger. And His is spelled H-I-S-S. So it's not His Golden Messenger. Um, but it's the song called I Need a Teacher. 
struggle a little, little bit with this because the whole record the record is called terms of surrender and the whole record is just really stellar it's one of my favorites of the of the year uh i really like the title track as well but um i kept coming back to i need a teacher and um i just like i like the message um that uh well go 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 check out the video for it and you'll you'll understand because it's it's um we've tried to stay we've tried to stay non-political on this on this uh podcast but i i feel like i feel like we need more teachers we need more people involved in in our youth and we need mentors and that's really what this whole song is about is teaching that you need to have opportunities to, um, to instruct and to teach. And it's, it's a shame to me, the fact that there are so, I don't even know how to say this politely. It's a shame to me that people who really want to teach, and want to be mentors, um, realize that it's not economically sound for them to be teachers. And I'm saying yeah. this from from a very personal side. Um, you know that I I went to school um, initially to be a teacher, and then I got married, and uh, I was quickly reminded that um, teachers are poor. And it, and it's hard to raise a family under those circumstances. Um, so, anyways, uh, I'll get off my soapbox now. No, you're right, though. I mean, uh, in other countries, it's a it's a much more respected profession. Which, like I say, it's always it's always bothered me. I mean, I love baseball. But baseball players make twenty million dollars a year, and in the scheme of things, I need good teachers more than I need. Left-handed hitters, left-handed power hitters, or or left-handed pitchers. I mean, the just just the fact that uh, what did, what did Strasburg? What did he resign for? Oh, like was it seventy-five million or two hundred and seventy-five million or? And what was Garrett Cole's? Like three hundred three hundred twenty-five million or something like that. So ridiculous, but. 
Anyways, so shout out to all you teachers who might be listening. We love you. Thank you for for what you do. We absolutely appreciate it. Um, all right. Where am I at? Number 10? Is that right? That's right. Number 10. Okay. There we go. Um, sorry. I, I uh, had to switch my screen here. So number 10 is the National with Hairpin Turns. And my spirit swim right to the hook. You go quiet and leave me in the wake of a terrified look. What are we going through? You and me, what is it? And I don't, I don't think you and I have talked about the National much, but they're one of one of my go-to bands. Oh, and I've always I've heard about them and heard about them and never. This was the first time I actually listened to them. I mean, I I I like them, but they do have a very solid indie sound. Kind of a they're not. I guess I expected more because I got a lot of hype. I've heard a lot about them. Did you just listen to this song, or did you listen to? Um, the record, the I am easy to find record. I just listened to this song. Okay. Go, go, go check out the, the, the film. So there was a, there, there was a film that was created and, and, um, you'll see when you get to the YouTube, uh, site that it says, you know, it's a film directed by Mike Mills. It's not that Mike Mills. It's not the guy from (laughs) REM. So, um, but, it's a very interesting art piece, um, but I will tell you that uh, it was it was an art piece that centered around the songs within "I Am Easy to Find," and there's a couple really touching moments in there. And um, I'm not crying; you're crying. It's supposed to be a joke. Oh, okay. (laughs) If you say so. Okay. Um, All right. So number nine, Brian Dunn, Taxi. Ah, yes. I think this is the one song from my list that did not come out this year. I'm looking at my list. No, this is, this is my only, my only song that didn't come out this year. So, um, we had him on as a guest. He was a referral 
from um, Stephen Kellogg. And I'm so grateful for that introduction because I dig him a lot. And his new song called Nothing Matters Anymore, that also came out too late for this list. And I'm already playing the crap out of this song. So I would not be surprised if you look on my 2020 list. Uh, it will probably make an appearance on that. Yeah, I, I'm very glad for the introduction to him. Uh, not only did he put us on to a, a great Jackson Brown record, but uh, his his stuff uh, one of his songs made was very high on my list. Yeah, we'll, and we'll chat about that on on your uh, on your record. So, looking forward to the entire entire new record uh, that's supposed to come out uh, next year. Um, my number eight. So, said the well, level best. Spotify said I discovered 692 new artists this year. Damn. Wow. Um, I wasn't aware that I had discovered that many, but okay. Um, but I would say from all of those that I discovered, Said the Well was probably the one that I connected to the most. I remember hearing a song or two from from uh, their previous, one of their previous records. And, but somehow this got on one of my, on my playlists, uh, maybe a discover new music playlist, whatever. And, um, this was the one where you, you know, you get your little Spotify list. It tells me this is the one that I listen to the most of those new artists said, I listened to 38 of their songs and spent, over seven hours with those songs. What Spotify doesn't know is how much I listen to them on YouTube as I also love their videos. Their videos are great. Go back to my previous comment about record store. Um, is it record store or record shop? I always get those. I guess record shop. I think it's record shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I really dig this song. And we also had Tyler from Said the Well on uh, an episode doing the shins. Um, that yeah, was, that, was, that was a ton of fun as well. Um, all right. Number seven is Red Bull and Hennessy from my girlfriend, Jen- Jenny Lewis. Never getting back again. Red Bull and 
and yeah, um, that's, that's a great one. I haven't tried um, it yet. I was just going to ask you. So, is, has <laughs> have you have you put this in with your Man on the Moons or your other concoctions? You you haven't tried this yet? No, I haven't. I, I you know what? I never. I sh- I don't know why. I should it needs to happen. Okay. Um, so this comes off of her record on the line and, you know, I, I already talked about Stephen Kellogg being my number two concert, seeing Jenny Lewis. That was my number one. She brought it. Uh, she had the Watson twins open for her as well. They were fantastic. And then at the end of the night, uh, she brought the Watson twins out for a couple songs as well. Uh, for, for, for people who are familiar with Jenny's catalog, you know, that she did an album, uh, about 10 years ago with the Watson twins, which was also fantastic. So it's just a really good night of music. And, um, you know, the autograph hounded me. Um, I showed up early, had, uh, had a spin magazine when she was still with Rilo Kylie had a couple of her uh, CDs, a couple photos, and um, her manager was kind enough to grab mine and my friend Tom's uh, stuff and brought it in, got it signed, and I'm I'm hoping that it's authentic. I'm hoping that it, that's actually Jenny's Jenny's autograph and not the manager's. But I'm going to go with it's Jenny's because it looks pretty consistent with uh, one that I bought off of uh, Newberry Comics. Do you know Newberry Comics? No, I do not. I'm not familiar with that. So they they do a lot of um, limited edition, like signed CDs. So you can buy a CD off of their website, and some of them are signed booklets. So I've gotten lucky in the past with I bought uh, I bought a couple of my Jennies from from there. Um, Ryan Adams. Um, trying to remember who else I bought from from there but uh, I bought a couple couple signed CDs and the nice thing about it is um, they don't jack you over because they're also including signed CD covers like it's about the same price that you would buy a CD off of Amazon so I kind of love Newberry comics just for that huh. that fact so Anyways, nice little plug for Newberry. So Newberry, if you want to sponsor us, you know, we're more than happy to take your money. Just saying. Um, all right. So number six, refer back to my, um, refer back to my, uh, my shirt. Actually, you know what? I think I switched five and six. Did I switch five and six? Hold on. Let me look. This I, is, this I, is- this is the boring part when, um, you know, I do math and stuff and I realize that I'm stupid. No, I did switch five and six. Okay. Um, so six is Grayson Foster's If I Lost You.
And we just recently had him on as a guest to talk about John Mayer, discovered him through Katie Tupin, who is super active on Instagram and Twitter and, um, and Facebook. So uh, she had shared that Grayson was opening up for her on a number of dates and he had just put out a video. And so I checked out the video and I loved it. So, you know, when I, when I find something that I like, I usually reach out to those individuals and say, Hey, you want to come on the podcast? (laughs) So, um, so that's what I did with Grayson. And uh, that was a, a ton of fun. That was oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of fun. Um, so he's uh, he's number six on my list, and now number five. Refer back to my shirt. So this is ships have sailed in their song "Stay." I really dig these guys, not just because they really make comfy shirts, but, you know, we did have Will on an episode and he, he picked Stone Temple Pilots purple. Um, that was a lot of fun as well. And uh, I'm really excited for their new music. So, you know, Will has been teasing a little bit on on the social medias that they're working on some some new music and um looking looking forward to that as well but really dig this song and just the message itself of of you know he calls this his this is a, a ride or die who's your ride or die um this is uh definitely a song that uh kind of needed in 2019 so it was uh it was uh it was a good song and and a little bit of the soundtrack of my life for this year. So, uh, thank you to Will and Ships of Sailed for that. Yeah, great song, uh, great guy, just uh, genuinely a good human being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so number four is Hannah Harbor and the Linehearts, and this is a, a song off of her record. Um, this is Long Time Coming.
uh, it's actually, I think that's the title of her record, isn't it? Uh, you know, I think so. I, I hadn't heard much of her music until uh, just, I just didn't get around to it, I guess. But I, I did really, I really like this song. And I, I knew I would. She's got a very bluesy uh, rock attitude. Yeah. Great lady. Yeah, and she she brought to her episode, she brought us uh, to Patty Patty Griffin. Yeah. Which uh, neither one of us were super familiar with Silver Bell, but um, I absolutely fell in love with that, uh, that record. Yeah. In fact, that title track was, it was, uh, it's an honorable mention. It just, it just missed. Yep. And, uh, congratulations to Hannah. I think I, I mentioned that, uh, last episode that, that, uh, we did, I wore her, her t-shirt, uh, because she just welcomed baby number two into the world. So she's taken a little bit of a, a hiatus from, uh, from live music, but, I saw her four times this year um, and uh, really a hidden gem. I know that, uh, you know, she's a central Florida musician. So people outside of my little group uh, here in Orlando um, may not know her, but um, she rocks. And um, she kind of replaced Thomas Wynn and the Believers as my favorite band of central Florida, which, um, Thomas is not going to lose any sleep over that because he is Hannah Harbor's other half and he actually plays guitar in the Lionhearts. He's part of the Lionhearts. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. All right. Uh, number three. So, this is Caroline Spence, and I picked Who's Going to Make My Mistakes. I'm going to kind of cheat here because two songs from her album mint condition would have made my list, but I played the crap out of who's going to make my mistakes, but I really like wait on the wine as well. That's uh, just a really beautiful song. And um, should I spoiler alert for, for your, for your episode? <laughs> you can, sure you can no i'm not going to okay I, there you go I, I won't i won't do it um but uh we also had her on an episode and um that was a ton of fun uh she picked uh tunnel of love by springsteen and um i don't know what what, what else you got to say about caroline Oh, she's just adorable. That was a that was a lot of fun. She's just another guest that was just uh, uh, just a great time. She's she's uh, that's a great album. I listened to that whole thing a ton. One song in particular, but um, she was just a delight. Can I, can I just kind of give a little shout out and maybe um, shed a little behind the scenes of our podcast about this? <laughs> oh no. 
What does that mean? <laughs> well, so I, I'm I'm super appreciative that Caroline came on our podcast. So she came on what was that May, early May. It was it, <sighs> we rec- we recorded the episode right before Mint Condition came out. Yeah, and like the I, day before. Right, right, and and. I had I had discovered her a couple of years ago and had fallen in love with her her voice and you know she was kind of doing the the whole releasing the, the the singles one at a time and then we'll you know we'll release the entire album um, but as soon as I'm trying to remember what was the first single I don't think it was wait on the wine so I, I can't remember there was at least one or two songs that came out before the, the entire record was released. And my immediate reaction when I heard the song, those songs were, she's going to be big. I want her on the podcast. This seems like, you know, we're trying to gain a little bit of momentum, trying to book some more guests. This is somebody that I really, I really want on the podcast. And so I, I had reached out to her management, um, and, um, like we made it happen. I, I, and I'm trying to remember, did we, did we make some concessions to get her on, on a special time? I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Was it maybe not seemed, seemed everything seemed normal about it. <laughs> Nothing seemed. Okay. Okay. But um, and, and do you, do you remember what I told you before we recorded this, the, that episode? No, I was like, don't screw this one up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're trying to say. No, I, I was just like, you make sure that you come prepared, make, and, and you have like, I'm, I'm giving you, I am totally giving you kudos as well, because like, I'm pretty sure that most of our guests are more impressed with your critiques of the songs than, than me. Um, but you came, you came totally prepared. And as soon as we had Caroline on, it made it so much easier for me to reach out to guests that, well, her and then having Doug Gillard gave us, gave us some, 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 kudos or what, what am i trying to say um give us some cred give us some street cred it did give us some, give us some yeah. it did it did give us some street cred so it was it was much easier for us to go well we've already had doug gillard from guided by voices on and we had caroline spence on and as soon as i'm like i wish that i didn't have to name drop because that's so not me um but that gave us cred and I credit having Doug and Caroline on, um, as giving us that, that, uh, that, that credibility. So, so all of the accolades that I've seen Caroline get, you know, she was included in Rolling Stone as, as somebody to watch her, her, uh, record, uh, you know, I saw a, a number of, of top 10 lists and uh, I think she was nominated for like a British Americana award um, or country award. All of those, all of those kudos 
completely, completely deserved because this record is just awesome. Yeah, that's that's goes. Yeah, that's true. So, anyways, I will I will get off my soapbox now of Caroline Spence because I I yeah, it's the Caroline um, Spence fan club. Well, I, you and I are definitely members of it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, my number two is Vampire Weekend. This is a song called Harmony House. Because I still remember Anger wants a voice Voices want to sing Sinners harmonize Till they can't hear anything Thought that I was free From all that questioning But every time a problem miss, another one begins. And the stone wall was a family all bear witness. Anybody with a word in mind can never forgive the sight of wicked snakes inside a place you thought was dignified. I don't wanna live like this, but I don't wanna die. This uh, this comes off the record, Father of the Bride. I don't I don't totally love the entire record. There's there are some really good good tunes on it. How long is really good. Uh, he does a couple of songs with Danielle Haim from the band Haim. I'm trying to think, this life is really good as well. Um, so I I don't totally love the whole record but i love this song and did you know that that uh somebody sang back backing vocals for this who is also on my list i did not i did not catch that so jenny lewis sings some backing vocals on this. i'm not shocked i've always liked vampire weekend i the one thing i noticed about uh and i haven't listened to the rest of the record just just harmony halls um, it sounds so different because they always use, uh, you know, a lot of world beat stuff that's always sounded. I just always think of Cousins is the first thing I always think of when somebody when somebody yeah. brings up Vampire Weekend. Um, but they always use a lot of that that cool world sound in it. And this one didn't. It seemed to towards the second half, they, they started to bring in a little bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I say Harmony House or did I say Harmony Hall? I think you said both. Which one did I say? Because I don't. I, you you said it. You said it correctly. You said Harmony okay. Hall, which is which is actually correct. And I don't know where the heck that came into my notes here. So it's Harmony Hall, and Father of the Bride is the name of the record. Um, not to be confused with the Steve Martin movie. Hey, you can edit this um, out, but your notes say Harmony House. Just so you know. It, it, no, I, I I see that now. I see that now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I I think I did make these notes at uh, like eleven thirty at night at one point. So give, give give me give me a little slack. Cut me a little. Oh slack. yeah, edit it out. I won't. I don't want to be the guy who drops on you in during the podcast. No, I I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> um. All right. So number number one is uh, 
Well, if we if we would have done this podcast in 2017, his record totally would have been my most listened to record of that year. Um, but uh, his his song, which and it's also the name of his album. So this is "Lover" by Noah Gunderson. Kind of got his start as you know one of those singer songwriters. Uh, he's from up in your neck of the woods, uh, so he's from originally. I believe he's from like the Centralia area. Yeah, I had read that he did because I know he he kind of did a lot of shows in the Olympia area, which is probably compared to Centralia as a metropolis. Uh, yeah. D- does Centralia even have a Starbucks? Oh, they've got to have a Starbucks. <laughs> There's no way they don't have a Starbucks. Just, it, it's probably inside the Safeway. I'm just I get, you know what? It's inside the Safeway. <laughs> right. It probably is inside the Safeway. No, it is. Every time that I go back to, to Washington State, so, you know, I grew up in Tacoma, but my parents uh, or my family now lives in the middle of nowhere. Uh, my mom lives in Tenino, Washington, which is... Yeah. Do they have do they have a stoplight there? I think they have a couple blink- Yeah, I think they have a couple blinking lights, right? Yeah, I don't think there's a I don't think, I don't there's, think a there's a stop. A, no, I don't think there's a stoplight. But there's no Starbucks in Tenino. Like they have the little um the little drive-through coffee barista thing, which is like uh, the house is probably as big as like a honey bucket, one of those like handicapped honey buckets. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's how people get their coffee into Ninos, uh, the drive-through barista in the honey bucket. Um, where am I going with this? I have no idea where I'm going. I don't, I don't know, but I love it. I don't know where I'm going with this. So, oh. So Noah is originally from Centralia. He's singer songwriter. Um, really got his start just him and the guitar. And his last couple records, he's just kind of gone electric and uh, really done a bunch of experimental type stuff. This record more so than the previous record has you can you can see more of the 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 singer songwriter aspects to it 
So not every single one of his songs I feel are real um, electric, but this this song um, does have some auto tuning and it's just got this ambiance and this cool beat and uh, I think it just showcases everything that I, I I like about Noah Gunderson and. So I played the crap out of this 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 record and uh, especially this song. So it's um it's my most listened to song of 2019. Wow, yeah, it was. A, I haven't. This was the first thing I'd heard from him, and it it's definitely it's odd, but it's one of those songs that the more you listen to it, the more you like it. Yeah, but, but it definitely the first first listen, it's like, hmm, what the hell has happened to Ben? And then you listen to it a couple more times and you're like, you know what? This thing's, this thing wears you down and it gets inside you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so he's, he's actually coming to Orlando in February and, uh, but it's not full band. So it's going to be him and his guitar. So going, kind of going back to those roots of the singer songwriter aspect. So, um, and I have I have tried now twice with Noah's management to get him on the podcast, and I've been shut down twice. So, um, so that's uh, that's a twenty twenty goal is to get Noah Gunderson on the on the podcast. And I'm not just picking his song because I'm uh, you know trying to butter him up or whatever. Right, exactly. Uh, this is legitimately my top song of, of 2019. I, I love this song. And, um, after we're done here, I'm probably going to go listen to it again. So that's it. That's, uh, that's my 12. That's not bad. Like I say, a lot of stuff uh, on there that, that, that was my first time listening to. Um, but as, as always, you haven't steered me wrong. I enjoyed, I enjoyed all of it. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, um, any any last thoughts for my list before we uh, before we sign off for this? And uh, we have an, we have another episode to go on our 2019 list uh, this time around. You're you're going to be assuming the 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 hosting role. Oh yeah, be prepared for the cra- you know the crash and burn. Everybody lo- everybody likes a car crash uh, or a train wreck. No, what always amazes me is how you how you find the time to listen to all this music. I, I, I uh, I'm I'm amazed every time because I I spend all week, you know, I have a, a house and a dog and a cat and a job and a kid, and I'm like I don't I don't know how he does it. I'm busy, you know, st- basically prepping for the next podcast with the uh, with the guest music and the subject and. It just amazes me. You must be up all night listening to new music. I I don't sleep much, as I've told you before. <laughs> and so so on those moments, and it probably shows on some episodes. Wow, he sounds really tired. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's true. I probably am really tired for that episode. Um no, I always have music going on in the background. So you know, when I'm, when I'm working, um, and, and more so now, cause I, I, I started a new job in 2019 in May and 
now instead of putting on my headphones like I used to do at previous job, now I I'm I either have my my uh, laptop with my with my Spotify going, or I have my headphones on if I'm trying to like really do some focusing, or I've got my I've got my my stereo system going. So I've always got music going on. Um, you know, my commute used to be an hour each way. Um, and so first half of the year I was, you know, either listening to podcasts or I'm listening to music and, um, and honestly, I don't, I don't think I watch a whole lot of television. So I think, uh, I think the time that people invest in watching shows and whatnot, I'm, I'm investing in listening to music. So, but I, I, I think that I'm also one of those weird 50 year old guys because <laughs> that's for sure. Because, well, I know, I know, but besides the obvious that I'm just a weirdo, uh, like John Lamoureux from the hustle, uh, <laughs> called us. We are affectionately known. I guess I'm, oh, I'm always disappointed in people that are our age who, they just listen to like eighties music or they just listen to early nineties music during the heyday where it's like, well, all I listen to is old Pearl jam or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only listening to my Duran Duran records. And it's like, sure. I listen to those too, but like, I, I still want to see what's out there. Cause, and maybe it's the, what, what's the, what's the, a uh, abbreviation, the acronym uh, FOMO. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I have FOMO. You know what that is? Uh, first out. Mo- I, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, that's like FIFO uh, first in first out. No, that's not, that's not, no. FOMO is the fear of missing out. Ah, and I and I think that I have a little bit of that because I'm because I know I know that there's bands out there that if I just heard them I'd probably fall in love with them and I still have that sense of adventure of wanting to discover new music you know I'm still keeping in touch with the music from yesteryear for me that has touched me. You know, so I'm, I'm still going to Wilco shows and I'm still going to carbon leaf shows and I still want to go see toad, the wet sprocket when they come to, to Florida, you know, it, that that's the kind of deal that I'm talking about where it's like, um, I can, I can still embrace those yet. I want to go, I want to go and check out the Menzingers because I just discovered them, you know, a year ago. Yeah, well, I'll say, like I say, I didn't fall exactly into the category of just listening to old Pearl Jam, but I did somewhere in in 2006 or 2007 decide that all the good music had already been written. And so this has definitely uh, uh, rekindled the fire in me. So I am listening to, to current artists. Did you change your mind? Uh, absolutely. I, I had to after songs like... Uh, Guilty by Matthew Ryan and uh, uh, New Tattoo by Brian Dunn. Give them spoiler alerts out here. I better stop right there. 
but yeah, I, I absolutely believe that good music is still being made. Yeah. And it absolutely is. All right, let's wrap this up. So as a reminder, you can find all of our happenings on our Facebook page for the records revisited podcast. We're on Instagram. We are on Twitter podcast records there. Uh, find us on all of the major podcast platforms. So Apple podcast, Google Castbox, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartMedia. You can find all of our old episodes by going to recordsrevisitedpodcast.com or all of those other platforms that I just named. And um, please go subscribe, rate or review us, follow us, do whatever. I know that I'm, I've been way more active on Facebook and Twitter than I've ever wanted to be just because again, I'm just, there's so much, there's so much stuff that I want to share. So, um, anyways, go out, uh, go out and, uh, and, and join us. So thanks for listening. Please go support the arts, go to a live show, buy a t-shirt of the band, buy a record, visit a record store, and not just on record store day. We are records revisited and we are out, out. Perfect. Just like always.